Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's part two of our Getting Over podcast, Wrestlemania. That's right, Wrestlemania is two nights and we're doing two podcasts and this is the second one. As mentioned in the podcasts, there is a subscription drive and uh, what we're looking for is lovely, lovely subscribers and uh, if you win, you get a Funko Pop. All the details are in the podcasts. Check out part one if you haven't. There's more details there, but uh, there's still details in this one. So uh, get clicking that subscribe button if you haven't, and be in with a chance to win. Right, let's get cracking. So here we go. This is Getting Over, Cookie Cast, WrestleMania, part two. Recording in progress. Got you. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to part two of this month's double header talking all things WWE in the lead up to WrestleMania 38 this weekend. Um, I, I, I give the boys a big build up on episode one of this uh, particular double header. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to blow too much smoke, but Andy is here once again. Hello. Matthew is here once again. Bye. And Paul is back with us. Once again, the full squad is in tow, ladies and gents. And uh, yeah, back back in part one, we discussed night one. Funny that, isn't it? So you've guessed it. Right now, we are here to talk night two. If you have missed night one, what do you think you're playing at? Get yourself back. Because not only did you miss all the news that we went through, the predictions that we made, but you've also missed the launch of our Funko giveaway. So do yourself a favour. Hit pause now. Go check out part one. And then come straight back here. Done that? Good. We thank you for it. And we will also thank you for clicking that subscribe button to not only get a direct link to all the good stuff that CookieCast offers, but to get yourself in the drop of that Alexa Bliss Funko once we get to 100 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, I, I mean, given by now, I'm blatantly going to recap that again at the end of the podcast for you. So, straight in to night two. Oddly enough, they've decided not to move stadiums because, you know, it's not WrestleMania 3. Um, so here we go again in the home of the Dallas Cowboys. As always, the match card for uh, night two is correct at the time of recording and taken from WWE.com. And without further ado, here are your seven matches currently scheduled for night two of the most stupendous WrestleMania in history. Apparently. I can't believe we've got to this point and not even mentioned the tagline as it was. Uh, so yeah, the matches on the card for night two. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. The women's tag team titles are on the line, with Zelina Vega and Carmella defending against Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, Natalia and Shayna Baszler, and Sasha Banks and Naomi. Austin Theory takes on Pat McAfee in what will clearly be Andy's favourite uh, match on this particular card. Sami Zayn taking on Johnny Knoxville in a Anything Goes match, which pretty sure it was just a no disqualification match in a, in a normal build up anyway the Raw tag team titles are on the line as RK Bro defend against the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy in a tag team triple threat match AJ Styles looks to take on Edge and we do have the somewhat important matter of the WWE and Universal Championship unification match between Brock Lesnar, the current WWE champion, and Roman Reigns, the current Universal champion. So, wind it back. Let's get into Bobby Lashley versus Omos. So, Omos has been pushed to the absolute moon recently, flattening anyone in his way. On Raw this past week, he defeated the Viking Raiders in a handicap match. I know it was by countout as well, but what a way to bury a good team. Um, but he also holds victories over The Hurt Business, T-Bar, uh, Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews. So yeah, pretty much everyone. He Up until Raw this past week, he hadn't even been knocked off his feet. Cue Bobby Lashley, making his triumphant return from concussion protocols to step up to the Giant on Raw. And essentially, it's just 
big lads wrestling. Hopefully, we shall we shall actually get to see. Um, but will Lashley hand over Moss's first singles loss, or will the Giant remain undefeated? Matt, do you want to kick us off this one? Yeah, Omos, I can't, you can't build somebody like this and then, you know, I think it'll be, you know, Bobby's, Bobby Lashley's going to do the legwork to make him look really good, but I think ultimately it's going to be that build, that build, you know, keep on building him for another year, I would have thought. <clears throat> yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. They've brought back the right guy to make him look an absolute million bucks because he'd be we all know Lashley can go so I, I, I could not have said that any better almost for me as well Andy I see what you're saying I like what you're saying and I'm with you but it's Bobby Lashley I, I, I did say Andy then didn't I not not Paul yeah okay just checking yeah. uh, part one listeners will know exactly what I'm talking about there yeah. so Lashley is in the book for you Mr Cook and Thank you. To round out the first one, Paul. I reckon this could be the first and possibly only shady finish that we get at the uh, at the review because I agree with the you don't want to be a moss, but I also don't think they want to do too much damage to Lashley, so. I'm trying to work out a way they can sort of have Omos win, but not have Lashley lose. So, okay, work so that one out how you will. I, I heard Omos win, so that's what's going in the book. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be like a disqualification or, or Lashley counted out or something like that. I, I don't think they'll get I wonder if MVP will come and screw him over because probably Omos needs a mouthpiece of uh, MVP's kind of thing. So that's a pretty that's a pretty good idea because uh, from the pop he got on Monday, Lashley as a babyface is looking like a very real possibility for me. Okay, uh, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, definitely not going to happen. Um... <laughs> I do, I do, I do like that idea. Though I hadn't even considered that, but that is, that is a fair, fair crack. Um, right then, swiftly moving on, we have the women's tag team title match. So yeah, Queen Zelina Vega and Carmella, the defending champions, going up against Sasha Banks and Naomi, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. This match is entirely made up of single stars in an effort to get them on the WrestleMania card. Am I wrong? No. No, no. Three of these teams have been thrown together in the weeks leading up to WrestleMania, and even the champions themselves haven't really been teaming all that long. Don't get me wrong, I am happy that they're all on the card. Um, Each one is is talented and definitely deserves a spot, but the purist in me just can't help but feel that this completely devalues the tag team titles, like meaning, and, you know... if they're not a tag team, then why are they even bothered about the belts? This is my, my thing. Uh, but regardless of how I may feel, we must have a winner. Uh, so who would like to take the first pick at this one? Ever dark. <laughs> um, I mean, I've been called worse. Um, I mean, this, this is literally just, they have literally just gone, right, uh, how, many, how many women have we got in the, in the, area that haven't got a match right uh, I'll write down the names and the first two that I pull out could be in a tag team then the next two the next tag team and so on and so forth I mean this is literally one of those, one of those ones where I could see any for any of the four teams coming out winning it and I don't really care which Okay. So, so let's just let's go with Sasha Banks and Naomi to give Sasha Banks a win that she hasn't had for a while. Oh, I don't think she's ever won at WrestleMania. Okay. I'm I'm absolutely with Paul on that for everything, including the prediction. Um, as I mentioned before, like for for doing research for this, everything I read 
gave a different outcome. Like every single thing was like, oh, this this match is absolutely pointless, but our prediction is this. And it's like, okay, right. And then the next one was like, don't know why they're doing this, don't know how they've got here, but our prediction is this. And it would be different. And every single thing I read gave a different prediction. So it's like, it is literally close your eyes, throw a dart at something, and whatever it hits, they win us. It's, it's the only good thing about this match is it could purposely invent the four sided coin because that's the only way that you're going to decide the winner. Matt? I mean, it's got pre show written all over it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I've gone Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan. Mainly because well, Rhea Ripley looks jacked. That, ladies and gentlemen, does give us. A 50-50 split because I have also gone for Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Not just because Rhea looks absolutely jacked to the gills at the moment, but I think them two actually would work as a tag team together. Probably more so than the current champions. So I'm pinning my last hopes on them uh, <laughs> actually making some some kind of sense in that division and uh, giving them two the titles. So moving on, we have Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. Uh, these two guys are on an absolute roll at the moment, both seemingly handpicked by Vince McMahon to play prominent roles in their respective fields going into the future, I think, of WWE. Theory obviously been anointed the, the new chosen one, almost in a sort of Drew McIntyre a la 2000 odds uh, kind of role in the wrestling side of things, and McAfee just going from strength to strength behind the commentary desk. So why then? does Pat get to lace up the boots at Mania? Some of you will remember that he earned a few wrestling stripes, if you like, back in NXT. The very entertaining feud with Adam Cole. War Games, I believe, was thrown in there as well. Um, so he's not entirely new to competing. Um, and Vince McMahon was a guest on the Pat McAfee show recently, which was actually Vince's first live interview in 15 years. Vince not only let slip in an exclusive that he would be the man to induct Taker into the Hall of Fame, but then he also personally offered McAfee a spot on the WrestleMania card, which, I mean, who's going to say no to that, really? Let's be fair. Um, so, I guess it, it could be build the battle of the protégés, I guess, in one, one regard, but who wins? Andy? I've got to, I've got to admit on this one, I might be going a little bit heart over head on this one. I quite like Pat McAfee. I quite, I, you know, I've I've seen like you know podcast stuff, interviews, like obviously you know uh, from his from his days kicking footballs and stuff. Um, I quite I quite like him, um, and I, I for that reason I think is why I actually picked him to win this one. Um, that might not be the smart move. Like I say, I might have gone a little heart overhead on this one. But uh, yeah, I've gone with uh, with Pat. Okay. Cool. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> Go on, I was going to say, if Paul doesn't mind, I'm going to jump in there and Go say on. I agree with Andy. Um, I think there's going to be some kind of shenanigans going on. Probably Vince coming out to the ring to get a bit of a pop and then screwing probably screwing over Austin Theory to give Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee the win. Okay, you you are in the book, Mr. Moore. Paul? See, I think it'll be the opposite of that. Um, I reckon that Vince will get involved in some sort of shape or form, but it'll to be to cost McAfee the match. And then obviously that opens up the possibility for you having the sort of the interaction between them two and it could lead to McAfee becoming more of an in-ring competitor than being a commentator. Something weird in the back of my head makes me think that they're going to try and do something where it's McAfee versus Corey Graves at some point. Because obviously Graves has been cleared to to start competing again. And obviously they're both, they're sort of each other's equal or each other's counterpart on the two shows. Um, so something just tells me that's that's going to happen at some point in the future. Um, but yeah, I think Austin Theory will get the win at this one. I am going to make up the 50-50 split once again and also have gone for Austin Theory. I very much liked what you were saying, Paul. Um, I hadn't 
thought about the Corey Graves thing. Although I think you've just booked one of the matches for Survivor Series now for the whole bragging rights uh, issue. Um, especially seeing as NXT will probably be left out once again. Um, sorry, NXT 2.0, of course. Um, yeah, I, I, Austin, I believe Austin Theory, obviously he made his main roster debut back in the pandemic kind of times and then got sent back to NXT for a bit with, with his time with uh, Johnny Gagano and what have you. But I, I guess technically it's not maybe not his first WrestleMania but it's his first WrestleMania in front of fans, and as, as he's the guy that's essentially going to sort of, you know, carry the torch, I guess, in, in the years to come. I, I can't see them pinning a loss on him now because it it doesn't read well for the statistics in time. I, I would suggest McAfee, I think, will be a commentator for a very long time as long as he doesn't, I don't know, wear shorts this year. Um, I- I think when it comes to McAfee, he comes across as like, this is so weird, because when he first came in, I was convinced I was going to absolutely hate him, because he just came across as an absolute prick, but he's grown into it, and he, he comes across as the sort of guy who, if he has 10 matches between now and when his contract expires or whatever... I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he lost every single one of them and he when it wouldn't come across like that if anything it'd be that he pushed for that. Because he just he just strikes me as the sort of guy you like he's like he got trained the right way, he does business the right way, and he probably just wants to sort of be in there to sort of advance the storylines rather than get himself over. So I wouldn't be surprised if he loses every match he ever has in the company. Well, yeah, exactly, because I mean he's in that fortunate position of like regardless of what happens with the wrestling side that bit is just purely for his own enjoyment because that's not his main bread and butter so yeah. like that that makes a lot of sense but yeah it's a 50-50 split for that one so um, finger, fingers crossed I'll be piggybacking on some of those Williams points on, the, uh, on that one uh, right next on the card we have Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville in an anything goes match uh, the rivalry here started back in the build to the Royal Rumble where Johnny Knoxville declared for the match and Sami Zayn made it his mission to let the Jackass star know that he didn't belong in the ring. I mean, I think Andy is also uh, high on that train right now. Um, these guys did cross paths in the Rumble match itself uh, with Sami Zayn eliminating Knoxville from proceedings. Since then, the two have seemingly tried to kind of out-Jackass each other, if that's a way to describe it. Um, they've been sort of like doing the pranks, like zapping each other with stuff. Um, during the course of that time, Sami Zayn also recaptured the Intercontinental Championship. And then Knoxville cost him that championship two weeks later when he lost it to Ricochet. Zayn demanded the match against Knoxville. And here we are. However, there have also been some other entertaining elements to this, despite what Andy might tell you shortly. Um, and one of the funny things was that they, they had Johnny Knoxville fly Sami Zayn's phone number off the back of a plane over the, the, the streets of LA. And I think there was one night where he'd then Sami Zayn had put a, a, an Instagram post up and he ha- he'd had something like six and a half thousand text messages or missed calls. And he occasionally answered the odd FaceTime call in the bath. Just like random stuff. Like, this, this is that kind of thing where... I don't think Knoxville will have any kind of wrestling element to him at all. Clearly he's there because he can be used as a punch bag and not given absolute monkeys about it. But Sami Zayn has carried this right from the inception. He's 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 taken his chance to be on WrestleMania, I think, and, and grabbed it with both hands. Um, but I guess after all the games have been played and um, all the pranks have been pulled, who is going to end up victorious? Andrew? Uh, it's, it's Sami Zayn. Okay. And that's all we get. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Because if I start, then, you know, this will end up being like, you know, a 12 hour podcast of me just talking about how we, we don't need Johnny Knoxville anywhere near this. So, uh, Sami Zayn, please. Thank you. Okay. Prediction that was quicker than a zap from a cattle prod. Um, okay, Matt. Uh, Sammy Zane as well. Hold on, Sammy okay. Zane as well. 
think it just needs to end. It'll end here, and that'll be that. And done. <clears throat> with our lives, because although saying that, by the time that he gets to SummerSlam, then it'll be out. The Jackass Forever will be out on DVD, won't it? So they'll need to bring him back for that then, just just for Andy. Um, I'm also going for Sami Zayn. I agree with what Matt just said. It needs to end here. It should end here. Uh, unless they're serious about that Johnny Knoxville for World Champion t-shirt that they brought out for the Royal Rumble. Please, God, no. Um, but yeah, Sammy's in for me as well. Giving Paul that illustrious opportunity once again. Which way is he going to go, ladies and gentlemen? Paul? Why do you all think the way you think? I mean, does it not like? Am I the only one who thinks this has just got the cast of Jackass will all turn up, written all over it, and they'll be the reason why Sami Zayn loses? What? Yeah, but you've all you've, you've so, watched so, Jackass. They all so get Bam will be there, all yeah. The way through it. See, I, I, like, I just can't see anything else other than Sami Zayn losing. Because that's that's what that, that's just what he does. Like he's he's like a he's like a similar one to like Pat McAfee. Like I don't think he's got it written into his contract that he's just like yeah, just beat me as much as you want because it's not gonna like it's not gonna affect his character or anything like that. So he's just happy to just lose. It took us 19 minutes of podcasting, but we finally got that bingo card complete. Hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> um, we, we can take the piss, but he's absolutely not wrong when he says it, though. That's the thing. 
yeah. I think everyone's just surprised that Riddle and Orton are still together and that he's not transitioned into a them versus each other at WrestleMania issue. Um, stick them down to retain. Okay. Because I've got, I've, I think I've got the other set of tag titles changing hands. So I. I'm on the I'm on the same boat. I think the titles will stay on RK Bro, um, purely from a business decision. I think Alpha Academy are entertaining. Long term, does anybody really give a stuff about Otis? Particularly, special mention for Chad Gable though, because this whole thing of the the shoosh and the uh, master of the 4.0, he's he's doing it like he's he's doing the heavy lifting for that team before they've even stepped in the ring. Um, I like the Street Profits as bad guys. That makes sense to me. It's only just happened, so I don't know if that's a little early. And I think that RK Bro will retain it, but Street Profits will be the one like team to take it off them. Um, I mean, classic heel move, get yourself a black tracksuit when you used to have a red one. Everybody knows that's that's the heel move to, to go down. Um, but whereas we talked about how light the SmackDown division was, the raw division is is definitely better positioned. So if if it you know if Street Profits take it off RK Bro and RK Bro end up splitting, there are plenty of other teams on Raw that can uh, can jump in and, and fill that gap. So Andy, that leaves you to round out the tag team title predictions. RK Bro all the way, baby. Can I just point out that we've had a Randy Orton match that Matt didn't pick him in? That's weird. If you go back through the archives, he said that that particular dalliance was done and dusted with. I know, but it still feels a bit wrong. Anyway, two matches to go. Um, AJ Styles versus Edge. And, uh, well, lucky what we've got here. The potential for an actual excellent wrestling match in a show full of sports entertainers. Uh, sorry, Jericho. Uh, Edge laid out a mania challenge. AJ accepted. Simple booking at his best, right? Um, and then Edge went absolutely mega nuts, ballistic and shit, as it were, uh, in his mission to prove why he thinks he's the best in WWE still today uh, by laying out styles with a, styles with a concerto. Um, for me... This has definitely match of the weekend potential. That can't, cannot be unsaid. Um, and the fact that they've positioned it night two. Um, is it a little indication as to where they go next in terms of number one contender? Just my thought, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but obviously WWE are going to have to move on to the next stage of the year possibly by putting the loser of the main event on a little bit of a break, whether it's a month or whatever, just for a bit of a refresh. Um, I mean, it just decides what, uh, it depends what they decide to do with the main titles anyway, really, I guess. So, gents, your predictions for this one. Uh, Andy, do you want to go first on this one? I do. Um, I've, I've been burnt with with a prediction here before. Um, I've, I've, this is one where I've repeatedly gone uh, heart over head, and it and it's come back to bite me pretty much every time. So this time, I'm using the the noodle, and I'm I'm going to go with uh, AJ. Okay. Because my heart will always want to pick Edge in pretty much any given situation, unless he's going up against something ridiculous. Um, but every time I do it, uh, I get let down. So. Uh, I've got to. I've got to go where the money is this time. I'm afraid, it's AJ for me. Okay, Matt. I have gone. I. I mean, this one is like. I. I. I really struggled to pick this one because I was like, oh, I'm gonna pick this one. Oh no, now I feel bad that I've picked against that one. I'm like, oh, I don't have to pick this one. Oh, um, I've gone with Edge. I think AJ Styles is at that point now. And the problem is they're both at that point now where a loss doesn't really mean that much. But then, does the win kind of mean that much? But I think uh, Edge's position now, you know, AJ's obviously just signed that new extension to his contract. 
so he's got a little while longer left in the company. I sometimes get the feeling that Edge probably doesn't have quite as long left in the company, so if there's going to be a push, it's going to be in the next, like, six months. And I'm, I'm sure I've said this on previous podcasts, definitely when I've talked about Edge. I was going to say, I'm pretty fact, sure that's, the, that's my logic every time I pick Edge, and it comes back to bite me every time. But this time it is Edge. <laughs> okay, you are in the book. Uh, Paul? Uh, I'll go with AJ, just because I think it's very it's been very slanted edge heavy in the build and uh, in in a similar th- uh, similar vein to what you were saying about the number one contendership moving forward I think if the main event goes the way we probably all think it is not to foreshadow but there's a distinct possibility that one of the shows is going to need a new champion if that's the way they decide to go and I think AJ would be one, if not one A, at the top of that list for that to be the case. So I think this will be the beginning of the build for AJ back into the main title picture. Okay, um, uh, you are in the book for that. I have also gone for AJ Styles, and this again, as we talked, this is really a coin flip for me. Um, I agree that. AJ has longer left, so therefore he has more potentially more chance to win. Um, I, I, find, I just find it weird that Edge is the one who laid out the WrestleMania challenge, but now instantly then turned him into the heel in the situation. And then, as Paul said, it's been very Edge-heavy since. Um, I don't know. I, it, it really is a coin flip. This may work out in your favour, Matt. So... Um, I'm also going for AJ Styles. So we have the main event to discuss, the the last match on the two-night card of WrestleMania 38. Does everybody need a little pause just before we do that? Yeah? Hit pause, go and do the subscribe bit, get yourself a drink, and settle in for the main event predictions. We shall be right back. Recording in progress. We are back, suitably refreshed, I hope everybody, strap yourselves in, it's main event time, so it is the WWE title and Universal title unification match, winner take all, WWE champion versus Universal champion, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. When WWE need a main event, who are they going to call? That's right, after The Rock says he's busy, it's good old Brock Lesnar. Uh, usually, I'd say, that's not great, and he's predictable, blah, 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 blah. You know what? On this run, really enjoyed it. I think it's genuinely been some of Lesnar's best work, um, possibly more so that, than any other time in his career. The guy's proved he's got like comedic timing. Obviously, he can absolutely go in the ring, and then he can be intense on the microphone when he needs to be. Um even if his voice is just a little bit too high for a guy his size and when he when he gets a little bit angry. But, you know, I'll, I'd never say that to his face, so if you're listening to this, Brock, yeah, sorry. Um, to me, like he's, he's really shown basically what the higher-ups must have seen in him back in, in the early 2000s. Uh, but after losing the WWE title at the Rumble, then going on to win the Rumble match itself, Brock put himself straight in line for a showdown with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Then manages to pick the WWE title back up inside the Elimination Chamber and set up this champion versus champion winner-take-all match. Um, you know, and, and why not? Why would they not have a unification match at the most stupendous WrestleMania in history? The rivalry actually has been quite fun to watch and they've even kind of had almost some sort of Attitude Era-style sort of throwback sort of hijinks going on, you know, bit bit of car destruction in there for good measure. Um that was seemingly well done actually. I I, I enjoyed it when he picked up the uh, Roman's SUV with the forklift or whatever the hell that thing was, it was huge. Um but yeah it's when all those hijinks are said and done, who is gonna take home both of the top titles in, in, in all of WWE this weekend? Um 
I mean, I could jump in first, but I feel like you already know what I'm going to say. So I'm going to test. I'm going to test that theory and let let other people go first. I'll. Who would like to take the uh, first of the final predictions? I can't see who you're pointing at, Paul, because it'll be different on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think he's suggesting it might be me, Stuart. Of course. For, for, for a Brock Lesnar match, that's, that's uh, unusual. Have we had actual confirmation that the Dwayne is not in the vicinity? I mean, he'll, he'll be too busy, like... But, I mean, it's Sunday as well, don't forget. He's, he's got about... You know, six loaves of French toast to make that are all three inches thick per slice, and drinking his tequila that's got more ice in it than actual tequila. And then he's got to go Didn't and put it. Then he's got to go and stick it all in the bin because there's absolutely no way on this earth that he eats or drinks any of those things. Other is that because right? if it's not that, he's just got another car that he just has to give away or something like that. But um. I'm just filling in, just filling in the bits that Stu missed and stuff like that. Welcome to the dark side, my friend. Oh no, <laughs> no. These are not the thought. These are not the thoughts of, uh, of of Williams Corp. In enterprises and stuff like that. Also, Cookie Cast does not condone uh, any. <sighs> um, <laughs> I've I've really I've really struggled with this one because normally I'd be like. Stu, I'm insulted that you've even attempted to ask me a question about a Brock Lesnar match and and think that I'm not picking Brock Lesnar to win. Um, however, the, the last prediction that I gave for Brock Lesnar to win came back to bite me in the ass severely because I absolutely saw it coming. I knew what was going to happen and I just predicted the wrong way and then it was like oh this is what happened I was like yes I knew that was going to happen I don't know why um, this is a very long winded way of saying that no matter how much I want to be able to say the words Brock Lesnar to win I, I can't I, it's the this has been one of those podcasts where unfortunately I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the money this time round and uh, I'm here for the points. I'm not here for a long time or a good time. I'm here for the points. So it pains me to say, can you please put me down for Roman Reigns? You are in the book. Thank you, sir. So, yeah. Note that down, ladies and gentlemen. picked against Brock Lesnar. Oh, right. Anyone else Don't want to take it off? Like is this the point where I where I I feel like we almost need like a moment silence now that Matt predicted against Randy Orton and and he's predicted against Brock Lesnar. It's a it's a very sad time. Um, is 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 this the point where I'm going to jump in and, and do all the hating that we we talked about? Why not? Okay. Right. As much as I've enjoyed Brock Lesnar's uh, WWE title run and kind of the whole drop in picking it back up that I mentioned. To quote Paul, there is absolutely no way that he leaves WrestleMania with those titles in hand. Roman Reigns is, has got this all over. Um, I've, I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it a little louder for the people in the back. He is not losing that title until he gets a match with The Rock. Has that happened yet? No. So he's not going to lose the title. And when that finally happens and he does lose the title to The Rock, then I'll be even more angry about it than I already am thinking about it now, possibly even a year away from when it might even happen. So, yeah. I mean, I'd love it if they went an entirely different way and, you know, gave it to somebody who uh, actually deserves it. Um, or even just left it on Roman Reigns because I can't say that he doesn't. I've, I've enjoyed the whole Bloodline story and all that business. Um the one thing that I will add is that I do think that in the build-up, I, I, I think Brock. I think we're going to get angry Brock for at least a portion of this match, where he does his best to actually bust him open, because he's he's always he's not he's not necessarily said about winning so much, 
but he, he has said on numerous occasions that he's coming for blood. Um, I, I think that's the way that they'll go, that, that Roman Reigns will get beaten possibly within an inch of his life, seemingly, and then, as, as Paul pointed out earlier in the in these podcasts, eventually it could be a cheeky little roll-up. It, it could even be a, a, a quick quick spear, because, it, again, it's one of those finishes you can hit on anyone at any time. Um, but, yeah, Roman Reigns for me every single day of the week, but particularly on Sunday, it seems. So, Matt? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know with this one. Because if they're doing a going back to one roster with two, you know, one belt, two shows, who's the biggest star? Ah, but who's going to turn up? But is it he turns up for a bit for a bit longer, a month maybe, and then goes, or you know, is it you know? I know, I know, and and if and, and and I mean, maybe, maybe he probably doesn't care about it. But at what point does the WWE start to give a care, to care about the fact that his WrestleMania record now is looking pretty poor after you know it's been. It's been loss at loss after loss after loss at WrestleMania recently. And at some point, you put in the, you know, and, you know, kind of, you know, joke about the rock and all that kind of thing. But a star that does turn up, maybe not all the time, but does turn up for stints and will probably continue to turn up because he's got no other forms of income, shall we say. Um, at some point, they're kind of going to think, well, we're making, we're sacrificing him looking like a star to make other people look like stars. So obviously, they did with Seth Rollins, um, the year when it was like really early on kind of thing, because he just wanted to get the F out of there. Um, that was 35. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Brock. I'm gonna go with Brock, just as a maybe, just to kind of add an extra angle. Because I know this storyline's been good with Brock and Roman. I'm bored of Roman as the champion. It it's kind of quite tedious now. It's been been best part of two years, hasn't it? Yeah, he's he's the, he's the longest reigning Universal Champion at this point as well. So. And, and again, that adds another um, sort of feather to your cap, Matt, because, you know, we all know what happens when they mention that repetitively on commentary. So you could you could be onto something. Paul? Oh, it's coming. It's going to join me. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> DQ, nobody wins anything. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Oh, my God. So, I I completely disagree with Matt on this one. From a perspective of, I I'm not bored of him as the champion. I think he's I think he's just finding his stride as this like sort of this is the character that he probably needed to be like way back at like WrestleMania 31 or something like that. And I remember at the time. I don't think we were doing the podcast back then, but what I, what in my head I had because it was Lesnar versus Reigns in the main event of that as well, and in my head the the finish that I had was that Reigns won because Heyman turned on Lesnar, and then those two aligned with each other, and you had the sort of the double turn, a bit like akin to how it was for uh, Bret and Austin at WrestleMania 13. Um, and I think it's just now that he's that he's obviously that he's become this this heel character. He's kind of found his he's found his like his position, and he's found his voice. And all of his promos have been spot on. Like they've been really really good. 
there was that one that he did on SmackDown a couple of weeks ago where he was basically just like talking about the fact that like you know this is his ring this is his arena these are his people blah 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 and you could almost sort of feel the emotion coming out of him when he was saying it that it was like it got to the point where he wasn't just saying it because he'd been told to say it he was saying it because he felt it and he felt like he actually meant it and I think he's now got to that point where he believes in himself as the character that he is and the character he's portraying um, I don't think he's going to lose I think he's going to I think he's going to win you'd presume that because they've argued because of I uh, advertised it as a title unification match that are we getting a new belt on Monday? Well, is it going to be a new belt? Or because, again, they've, they've mentioned a few times the fact that there'll be an undisputed champion, are they going to bring back the old uh, undisputed undisputed tie? Oh. Oh, dear. Has he knocked himself out? Oh, he's gone. Oh, we'll, no. We'll never know. <laughs> Oh God! I believe, I believe for the uh, for the people who are still connected, I believe what he was about to do was pan to his right and show us a, a copy or a version of the old WWE undisputed title from the early two thousands, um, where I believe Triple H was the first person to have it, but then got turned into the WWE Championship title. Um, I think they tend to sort of change the belts every sort of seven years or so. And technically, I'm pretty sure the design they've been using now came out in late 2014. So we're probably due a new version of the title around sort of now. So I reckon I reckon that'll be I reckon that'll happen on the Raw on Monday. That I reckon that be it. like some There'll sort of presentation ceremony, an unveiling similar to when they did the Universal one that then got yeah, that got panned, <laughs> absolutely panned. Um, and then obviously Daniel Brown was like, "Oh well, we, maybe we'll just have the the you know the Interstellar Championship or, or oh, blah, 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 blah. you forgot the Eco one. You forgot the Eco one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I suppose technically that was the same. That was the same style." Just like a different bit out of wood and hemp. Yeah, well, yeah, it was the the, 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 the the eco version of the tile. Still for three hundred odd quid. Oh yeah, it was like the, it was like the most expensive championship they ever sold. So that. Um, but yeah, right, obviously we'll have to try and get him back to to, to round out the uh, the end of the podcast. But um, yes, oh? I, I oh, hang on. I'm not sure. I'm oh. not sure what the hell happened there, but if you can see me, I can certainly see you guys. Your, your picture is frozen, but your voice these. is back. Oh, oh, oh! Something's happening. Ah, oh, he's there back. He is. Hey. May I suggest? May I suggest don't move you? Don't move your computer. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have no idea what happened there. Um, that was really weird. So yeah, apologies for that technical difficulties and all that. But who knows, maybe that'll happen in the main event of WrestleMania and all the lights will go out. The gong and, goes off. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I thought that this thing was possibly going to do that itself then for a moment in time. But uh, but yeah, did, did did I miss Paul's actual prediction? Sort of. I, I, I was basically just talking because I, I, I assume you were about to talk about the undisputed championship that later got turned into the WWE Championship. And yeah. then we basically just got on to talking about that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, the, the the reason why the, there is that potential is if if for example it was Brock Lesnar, if if it goes down Matt's prediction route, they have just released a Brock Lesnar specific um, undisputed title as well. So that you know maybe just just to earn a few more of them. Uh, Dollar dollar bills, you know, but, um, but who knows? I don't know. It's a nice, it's a nice looking title. Um, I mean, again, we all know that I could sit here and talk about title designs for the cows come on, but it is one of my favourite ones that they've ever had, and they probably used it for the shortest amount of time in comparison. Um, so, so yeah, it, it could be a thing, um, but we, we, shall, we shall find out. Um, 
Yes, just for the book, just for the book's perspective, I did go for Roman Reigns. Okay, lovely. Also, if you sort of cast your minds back, the WWE Championship has changed hands for the last four pay per views. Three, maybe. Day one, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber. Well, I, one of the main titles has to this time, so we shall see. Okay, so that that does round out our predictions. Um, hope you've enjoyed listening along with us. And obviously, as always, get involved. Um, send us your predictions in the comments. Send them via the Twitter, for, for Facebook, whatever you want to do. Get involved. Um, and as we've mentioned, I will give it one more shout. If you haven't yet subscribed to the Cookie Cast YouTube channel, now is your time. Um, at the top of the show, I mentioned that you could be the lucky winner of a brand new Alexa Bliss Funko Pop. Um, we'd love to see you guys pressing that subscribe button, getting involved. And when we reach 100 subscribers on YouTube, we have two to give away. So that's not not one, two. So at the time that this pot of the uh, the podcast is released, anybody that's an existing subscriber will get two chances. Anybody that subscribes between now and us hitting 100 will also get a chance to win one of these brand new Alexa Bliss Funko Pops. Now, obviously if this goes nuts and we do hit 100 very quickly, then there may be a third to give away as well. I may have that. May have that stashed. So we, we, shall, we'll, we shall cross that bridge if indeed we come to it. So yeah, um, if this is your first time, your 42nd time, Get involved, press that subscribe button, and we thank you very much for doing so. So all that remains is for me to say thank you to you guys, and thanks to everybody that's listened along. All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Bye. So there you go. What do you think to that? All the predictions are in. All the competition stuff's done. If you want to be in with a chance to win a Funko Pop, then get subscribing. What do you think is going to be the outcome of the two days of WrestleMania? Why don't you jump over to the website, which is thecookiecast.com, use one of the functions, either social media or email, drop us a line and let us know, and I'm sure if you beat us in the predictions, there'll be a little prize in there for you. So, that's it. Don't forget to subscribe. Check out part one if you haven't. Until next time. I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.